All right, happy Monday. I'm your host, Mike Hagan, and this is The Break Room, episode one. We're here to talk about some sports, you know, good sports, every sport you can imagine. Uh, I'm joined by uh, three awesome people, uh, Dan, Dan Kagan, Riley Farrar, and Sean Karras. And we're just going to be no cap about all of this. And we're going to be, you know, totally to the point. And we're just ready to go. So you guys want to just introduce yourself? Yo, what's good? My name is Dan, uh, twin brother here, Mike. And uh, I don't, I don't just, I don't spit cap, bro. Like, I don't spit no cap, bro. <laughs> like, that's all I got to say. Everything you go hear from me is unfiltered. And um, yeah, that's it. Nice, nice, nice. Who, who who wants to come forward? You guys sound so awkward. Let's go, boys. I'm, I'm, I'm Riley Farrar. <laughs> boys, uh, Riley's got the gamer chilling, headset on. You know, chilling here with the gamer headset on. He's got the white claw. He's smashing it. Ooh. That's how we're feeling. At 6 p.m. Uh, on a Monday, Riley's getting sloshed. I love it. I'm, I'm Sean. Uh, I don't know. Not much to say about myself. I'm sure you'll find out about me through my takes, which will... Soft, small. Dan, you don't have to keep yourself muted. You know, you can talk. You know, you, you know. I should keep myself muted. I'm a menace. Like, I'm just going to be blurted in and shit. Like, I should think about what I should say before, like, I just interject because it might come up with something that's pretty bad. So I'm just going to use that. Uh, yeah. So are we going to start this show or what, buddy? Like, come on here. I mean, like we can start it. We can start it. All right. So today, interesting day, best day, one of the best days of the NFL year. Uh, NFL free agency kicks off today. And, uh, you know, our Patriots have been absolutely fucking booling. They have been absolutely doing like unpatriot things today. And okay. it's pretty cool. Uh, they're not being cheap. Uh, they actually are paying people, which is kind of amazing. I don't know. Um I don't know. Seems like uh, Belichick's heard the haters. Uh, I'm certainly, I could be one of them sometimes in terms of the things he does on this team. Uh, So, Mike, would you say that you got caught pocket watching? Look, look, if he doesn't, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Dan. If these signings work, if these signings work, then I have to take away, I have to admit that he, when he does pay money, is doing the right thing. And he did it once to actually pay money. So he's not cheap anymore, per se. He actually did it once, so we have now that on file to show that he's not cheap all the time. So, But if it fails, I mean, he's going to – I mean, come on now. If it fails, he's going to lose being the GM. Like, that's Well, just- I think you have to look at how Belichick plays into it, too, as, you know, when Brady won, that kind of really amped up his, his need to have to go spend money on actual players. It should. It should. He should stop being cheap. I hope he realized that. And uh, I hope this is a sign of good things to come. But uh, specifically today, uh, the Patriots acquired Jonu Smith, uh, Madden career mode legend. Uh, actually, other than that, he's 25. And we sent him to a four-year, $50 million, around $50 million deal. And keeps him here till 2025. And he's a, he's a bona fide stud. Uh, he can be, at least. He's a great player. Uh, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this, you know. What do you guys think? Some Johnny Smith. He's a you mean like John? Johnny U? John U? Well, no, I mean, uh, I'll just, I, I can speak from like watching him for the last couple of years. I think he has all the physical 
physical traits to become a star. And if we use them the right way, which I think we can, like, I think it's a no brainer signing. It's most we've ever spent on a uh, receiver. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was interesting. I couldn't believe I'm excited. I think he's the best in terms of tight ends. I think he's the best after catch tight end in the league. Yeah, he's one of those dynamic players. He absolutely is. I mean, like, you're not going to – again, I'll just keep saying this, though. I'm, I'm going to take this take until I – like, until maybe they prove me wrong. But, like, as long as Cam Newton is our quarterback, I'm not going to lie. There isn't that – We suck. There isn't that much these players can really do to elevate – John o. Smith's great, and he's going to get a lot of targets, and he's going to get some yards. But, like, him being there does not magically generate Cam's shoulder to be able to throw to another side of the field. Like, we we aren't really understanding that, like, these signings are great and they're going to – they're a good step in the right direction. But as long as Cam's under center, great guy. I love him. But he he's washed. Like, let's be he honest. He is a hamper to our team. He's He is a – he is not good. And, he's a liability. He's a liability. Yeah, That's who he is. Seriously. You can't rely on him to do anything. That's the, that's so the reality of it. Like Matthew Judon, two-time pro bowler, you know, was franchise tagged by the Ravens last year. He's going to probably be great. He's a versatile player. But with, you know, Cam Newton not being able to toss the rock more than eight yards to, like, his right side, you know, what are you going to be able to do? Like you He know, does dress very fashionably, though. He so. does. He has those hats. I agree, Riley. If he came in with yes. that gamer headset you got on right now, I Ooh. think – I'd <laughs> trust him. I trust him. So, but like, but like, so just jump into the dynasty corner though. Like, what are we thinking with Johnny? Like, so personally, Dan, this is where I value him at. I think he's a late first round pick now because he's locked up on a good team that yeah. him as a. Like, he's a tight end who got a contract. Like, it's yeah. just it's hard. Like, it's hard. Had a very had a very beautiful uh, first half of the season. The tape me. don't lie either. If you watch him, he is a he's a good player. He's like a yeah, big facts. So you know, I test works you know he's locked up on a good team with bill belichick yeah probably a late first considering his age yeah so i think i'll keep him around for two uh you know could always trade him you know i your offices tell me that you're all in on Tua, but you know yeah i mean three tight end set we got him irv smith tj hawkinson we're just oh. gonna run the ball with zeke and joe mixon run limited play i'm still i'm still waiting to find out where my uh, tight end lands in free agency hunter henry I oh, mean, double H. He's probably going to be back on the Chargers. Nah. Yeah, he said he wanted to play with a good quarterback. Dude, I'm, I'm okay with Ooh. I'm okay Ooh. with him going at the Chargers. No, he said he loves Herbie, Dan. No, Justin Herbert slander. Look, hey, we can talk about that another time. All right. We, well, that's another topic for another day. We got to move on, honestly, because uh, we got to talk about Shaq Barrett getting a monster extension. Uh, Monster, monster dong. Uh, four years, seventy-two mil. Bro, pause. He's got, he's got Brady. Brady's got the band back together. Uh, Brady had a huge say in that. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Some people are like, oh, well, he's kind of like a weird talent that wasn't really like, you know, he's not our first round pick, and he came from, you know, the Broncos coming up from Von Miller. Like he's so and so. He has. He's not like a traditional come up and traditional player to pay four years, seventy-two million for. 
But his numbers. What? Exactly. Exactly. That's, That's such bullshit. He's not a traditional come up. That's just a translated way of saying like we don't value him because he's undrafted. That's what people say. Exactly. But that's what people say. Such bullshit, bro. He deserves, he deserves to get that money, and he's the you know rule. He's the exception to the rule. That's what I'm trying to say. Like exactly. exception to the rule because most GMs are stupid and don't see like James Robinson as a good player because he's undrafted. And just like those GMs are stupid, like they should lose their jobs because he is good. You know, the ones that didn't take him and the ones that didn't care were just like, oh, he's undrafted. When he comes to a contract and if he's been balling out in like, say, three years, he's going to be he's going to be on the open market. No one's going to everyone's going to lowball him because he's undrafted. It just continues to go on. That continues to, you know, come into new cases every time. Not with Shaq Barrett. He's definitely the, the exception to the rule. But uh but yeah, Brady's got the band back together. And yeah. They're going, trying to go back to back. Brady's trying to get eight. I mean, like. They're going for two, baby. They're going for two. They're great. I mean, the, that's I, what they've been why, saying. I really don't see why not. They killed the Chiefs. Chiefs can do anything until the Chiefs learn how to run the ball. Yeah. They, well, they, they got, pick Joe, up Joe, they Tooney. got Joe Tooney. Yeah. I know. That's really good. That's huge. But they did lose, what, Fisher and. And uh, the other guy. Schwartz. Where, Schwartz. Yeah, but those guys were really old i don't like they were they were all pros before but they were at the tail end of the career and one of them tore their achilles i'm pretty sure which was, was yeah for sure. i think that was yeah that's tough to come back from ask which Lord duvernay tardif he's the doctor thank you dan line. uh we're gonna move on to line wow. uh no one cares but it was three years 39 mil uh he stays in detroit and no one cares Deal. still looking for a deal. He's probably going to do his reveal on TikTok. Um, he's going to he's going to a big market, big market team. He sucks. Uh, he's a TikTok star, not an NFL. What's a big market team? What do you mean, the Jets? Like, come on. No, like, like in terms of like where they're located. Like, he's going to go to like an LA team, probably, or a California team. Probably, yeah. I I bet he goes. To he has to go somewhere to be the wide receiver too again because uh, Boo Boo Schuster uh, <laughs> was stinking it up a little bit. Boo Boo Schuster, yes. Um, so we signed some guy named uh, Goadshaw. Yeah, some pigeon deal. Uh, he'll probably be, be another Malcolm Brown. Uh, we also signed Jalen Mills, who is certified burnt toast. Obviously, why did we pay him watching. $24 million? Green hair, he has green, green. hair. Bro. Well, well, no, now, now he's gonna have blue hair. He's gonna have blue hair now. Bum, bro, he sucks. Is he the blue goblin now on Twitter, or is he still the green goblin? He's honestly certified burnt toast. He's That's so cringy, bro. Oh, bro, get out of here. Come on, like, I can't believe we got that guy. He's such a He's a bum, bro. I hate how he's a Super Bowl <laughs> champion. I hate that so much. That's so fraudulent. You know, he's a dumbass secondary. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what's been happening today. Anybody get anything else, Dan? You see anything new on your phone? Uh, Patriot son, Kenny Galladay. Shut up. Please. Please. No. Fuck no. no. Fuck no. no Have bro. we signed Kenny Kendrick Galladay? Bourne yet? Kenny Galladay can't separate, and that doesn't make him a receiver. That's all I have to say. Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay can't separate. No, I agree with you. Uh, he can't separate. I hope he's, he's just six four and runs a nice fucking. I honestly hope that's he, it. Because I hate Kenny Galladay. He sucks, bro. He stinks. He's a stink. 
Did Sean just freeze? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, he totally froze. Look at him. Look at his face on the face. Oh, it's blacked out. Oh, he's tough. Rip. Tapping out. Is he going to tap out? Boys, all right. Uh, to our listeners, even though we have none, uh, we just lost Sean. It's a tough loss. You just lose Sean. Uh, Sean Harris or ET. Oh, I see Riley scrolling. Scrolling through. Yeah, we did. Oh, do we have to come back? Do we hey, have- he's back. He's returned. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Said, do you think any of the quarterbacks are going to get to us at 15? Oh, no. potentially Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones is the only one I see. Lance, but after that pro day, I don't know. Mac Jones is a sticker. So then it's not. <laughs> this is just kind of be an issue. When I saw you spit out your water. Dan was done. <laughs> he's, folks, he's exiting. <laughs> he to mute what are we going to do? <laughs> he, he had to mute himself. He's losing his, <laughs> losing his You cannot see this man, but it, it is a scene. Sean, what were you saying? I said, what are we going to do with the 15th pick if none of the quarterbacks get to us? Take your kicker. Yeah. Hopefully not another one from Marshall. (laughs) Dan is still gone. (laughs) Still gone. Where did he go? He's probably getting a beer right now. He's bringing it to the common room. Loki stud play though. Loki stud play. I respect it. Anyway, we're gonna honestly move on. Uh, we're gonna talk about some fantasy football right now, and uh, you know, players getting new situations. We talked about Johnny Smith before about how you know he could be worth like a late first round pick in dynasty leagues. Um, other te- like Ju- Juju Riley, you have Juju. You have Juju dynasty team. So like, if he goes to any other team, is that a positive thing? Do you think that's a positive thing? Do you think that's a negative thing? I do think it's a positive thing because uh, the Steelers, their time kind of seems to be running out here with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. I know they just extended him for another season, but I don't know if I really feel all that comfortable with Juju being the wide receiver one in that offense. They're not really producing as much through him anymore. It's a little bit of a boo-boo now, and uh, I'd like to see him in a new situation with a younger, more athletic quarterback see where that happens hopefully as a wide receiver too would you take the jets but what if the jets had zach wilson (laughs) um Uh, breaking news breaking news news. sean bomb sean bomb oh come on no way it's nelson 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 Aguilar. No, it's hey. so bad. Hey. It's so bad. That's no. so bad. <laughs> no way. Not Nelson Aguilar. No. We was catching them kids, unlike <laughs> Aguilar. It's not confirmed yet, but it's apparently just about a done deal. Oh, damn. You mean so to tell me we could have had Kendrick Bourne and we took Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> Aguilar. That's so bad. Oh my God! I bet Boz has better hands than him. Ooh. Probably does. Stud tight end. Dan, where is this going? 
<laughs> oh my goodness. We got Nelson Aguilar. That's horrible. That's just... well unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Yeah, dude, that's horrible. <laughs> that room that roomies are reacting the same way. Like Nelson Aguilar. I'm like, yeah, that's horrible. That's horrible. But uh instead of dampering my day with that, because I don't want to even think about that. I'm going to interview with Dynasty champion Sean Karras his thoughts on the inaugural season and what to expect from his team in 2021. Sean's got the glasses on. Sean, I want to hear it from you because you beat me in the playoffs. That must have been sweet. I got I to gotta hear what you you're know, doing for 2021. You gotta- I just wanted to say this first. Uh, I just wanted to say this about last season. Um, after the draft, I said this to myself, but no one else can – I said that I was going to make the playoffs. It was a guarantee I was making the playoffs. I looked at my team from day one. I said, this team is going to go to the playoffs, and Josh Allen is going to lead us to great things. And that's exactly what he did. He led us to great things. And what I have to say about the playoffs is my guys stepped up at the right time. Mike Evans, was he – you know, did he have a couple of rough patches early on in the season? Yeah, he did, but you know what? He got it done when it mattered the most, and that's Team in the Raven big one. Championship, you know. That's what he's doing. He's uh, shout out, shout out to Eric Ebron. I'll say that he's a he shout out to Eric Ebron. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I went up against Henry, and once I went up against Henry, I knew that I couldn't lose that. Oh, it was unlosable. It was an unlosable game because if I lost that, I'd never be able to come back from that. And the <laughs> doubt would start creeping in. Am I the Buffalo Bills? But we're not the Buffalo Bills. We're the new school Bills because I got Josh Allen, and he's going to lead this team to great things. And coming into the draft, uh, we'll see. You know, I'm the 10th pick. Maybe I'll move up to see what happens. Um, but as of the draft, um, we're standing fast. Nice to hear. Any prospects you're looking at? Anybody catch your eye? No, but the um, I just will say that the uh, the contract just came out for the Ngakwe deal. Oh yeah, two year twenty six. Who cares? He's probably he's kind of washed, honestly. He sat out this year, did he not? I think he was supposed to, and then he got traded to the Vikings. Oh, that's right. Riley, what are you thinking going in the season? Because I'm hearing a ton of hype on Kyle Pitts. I like people are most NFL execs are pinning him as a guy who could be a gold jacket player. Uh, you know, uh, give me your thoughts. Like, what are you looking at in draft? Because, like, you know, I don't know. Like, yeah, Kyle Pitts is a Kyle Pitts is a great talent coming out of Florida. I'm sure everybody knows that, but um, just a matter of whether or not he's going to be there and what situation he falls up in in the draft. Because I could see him going anywhere between that seven to 12 range i i don't really think he makes it past 13 so i don't see any hope for patriots fans getting him but uh yeah if he lands in the right situation uh i don't have the draft order in front of me right now but i'd imagine a team around 10 like atlanta no they don't need a tight end maybe nine Carolina stays where they are, and they resolve their uh, 
quarterback situation. They don't have the right answer in the draft. They could take him. There's a lot of options for him out there that could be a good fit. Yeah. I mean, um, great player. Yeah. yeah. Mostly running backs are what I'm looking for, though. Uh, Javante Williams is a guy. Who's, yeah. I'm sure he's on most people's boards, but uh, he's definitely something definitely. something about him. Uh, it's like Kenneth Gainwell, I believe it is. He's, yeah. He's a great talent. A lot of guys out there. I mean, like, I guess that segues into my next question. Or not even a question, but just like throwing this around, like, is Javante Williams a stud or a dud? Like, I think personally, I've been saying this. You, I've probably been, you've heard me say this before. Like, I think Javante Williams is like a total stud. Like, I think he's a stud. Like, I compare him to someone like Nick Chubb running around, you know, 5'10", five, 5'11", five, 225, breaks tackles, you know, same type of player who can take a huge workload. It's just really dependent on where he goes. Um, but, yeah, uh, that's just how I think of him. I think I'm pretty – I'm sure you guys probably think the same way. But, like, if you don't – funny. In my opinion, it's funny watching you guys, like, try and deceive yourselves because you're all within a – couple picks of each other while I'm just like I just I'm kind of on the outside sitting and if we had Skyler in here like I'd be fucking be like yeah bro like Trevor Lawrence too like yeah bro yeah bro like you know trying to do my shit but like come on bro this this it's just funny to watch from the outside like I'm up here I'm at two I'm gonna stick with two why are you at two though let me know because my team sucks what do you mean I suck you guys sucked you and your were asked yeah, we were four and ten. Four and ten. It was a tough year. Respectful. You know, uh, a lot of injuries. I guess but we had to make the decision to tank. We did, and we're sitting here. Next year, and maybe we get. Is next year an undersell, overachieve type of year? Yeah, for sure. Because I definitely think I have a talent on my roster, especially a tight end, low key, that I could just kind of like take some people by surprise if my team's all going. Again, if we have the same shit that we dealt with this year, like we'll be screwed. We had every wide receiver drop fucking dead within the first six weeks. I'm one and six. Joe Mixon drops 50 for me. I lose. And it's like, all right, now we have to tank. You can't crawl out of one and seven in a dynasty league where you don't have a quarterback. So it's either double down and get to a receiver if Devonta Smith is there or it's something else. It's whoever's the best available. Maybe Jamar Chase is there. Like, who the fuck knows, bro? I'm talking about in Miami. Yeah, I see what I you I think mean. the real question is, now the real question is, is George going to bungle the first pick? I don't know. That's the problem, bro. That's the worst part of sitting behind him. Because George sets the pace for everybody else. Yeah, that's Dude. what he does. But he was the worst team. He was easily the worst team. He was a layup. He right, was really... but that doesn't mean he's going to make the right decision in the draft. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you're bad, and this is what he, if hopefully he listens to this, because I need, he, I hope he hears this. If you... Screw Aguilar's up. Aguilar's confirmed. Oh, my God. We're paying Nelson Aguilar $26 million. For how many years? Two? Two years. Mm. Oh, that's what, 13 mil per or 10, 10 per plus incentives or something like that? Yeah. Oh, my some God. Bonus or something. Yeah. We're the, you know, we don't have to talk about that. I don't want to ruin my day. Um, <laughs> so, he's a bummer. Why do we send bums now? That doesn't make sense. Start the day hot and just kind of. Well, you know what? Maybe he becomes a fucking god, but I think he's a scrub. So. But he has little butter on his hands 24-7. He's like Evan Ingram. Oh, but let's get back to what we're talking about. 
Fuck the segue. Like, except that one time. Fuck Evan Ingram. The, the George, dude, he totally could bundle it. What were you saying, Mike? I mean, like, he needs to understand that, like, if you fuck up a draft and you're already a step or two back of other people, no you one. You him back years. You're put, it's putting you back years, right? So if you keep, if you, if you fuck up this pick and you take, if he, let's be honest here, if he takes Trevor Lawrence, which he shouldn't by every single stretch of the imagination, he should not do that. If he's he Sean Watson, there's no point. If he traded to Sean Watson, then maybe. No sense if he took Trevor Lawrence. It would make no sense. Well, but, but, but he also doesn't know where Deshaun's going to play next. Exactly. So what if Deshaun's mid hold out and he just, because because Trevor Lawrence is a guarantee going to play next year. But I have insider information. I have talked to him about Deshaun Watson in a trade. I thought you were talking about you've talked to Deshaun. I thought you had some holding out. Get out of there. I told him, get out of there. I had talked to George. (laughs) I talked to George about getting Deshaun. And he basically, I was trying to get rid of, you know. I was there too. I, I also inquired. And it was a very frustrating process. I was trying yeah. to get rid of X and Y for, you know, Deshaun Watson. And he basically told me, I, I'm okay with him sitting out. Like, basically, I'm okay with him sitting out. Like, he doesn't basically, I don't think he thinks he will. Um, I'd be much more. There's no way he thinks he does. There's no way, bro. And no I think he way. does. I think he does. If he doesn't get traded. And I don't think he'll get traded. So I think he does. I really do think he does. Um, so I don't know. I was trying to buy him on the low, uh, cause he's what, like 25. So I was, Hey, I inquired, you guys can imagine, I'm not going to tell you what I gave up or what I, what I was offering, but you can like, this meeting has been upgraded by the host and now includes unlimited minutes. Thanks, Mike. Hey, Ron, Mike Kagan, everybody. Hey, let's go. What? Back, back to what I was saying. Now what, we, what we all got a message. Somebody? No. Did I oh. give you somebody? No, Mike. It's no. just a message. You didn't give anybody anything. Just... Oh, that you, you guys saw that message? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know you guys saw that message. Okay. That was <laughs> yeah, all. that's why I just read it out. Okay. No, but like with him. So you, you can imagine the stuff that I have in my arsenal, what I was offering for the number one overall pick, or excuse me, for Deshaun Watson, like – you can imagine what I was trying to give up for him, what I was trying to sell him. I heard one of the things he offered, he just put it in the wrong spot. You know he offered the number one pick for him or whatever. No. I mean, you can infer what, what was on the table. And he basically told me to go fuck myself. So, like, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. Fair but not because I told him, like, yo, Deshaun Watson's going to be in holdout. And he kind of just, like, didn't – I don't know if he really believes that Deshaun Watson could just, like, hold out. He could just not have him for the year. <laughs> like, his, his starting quarterback could literally be, like, I don't know, Ryan Fitzpatrick off waivers or something. Like, who's his backup? Seriously. His team, his team, head to toe. And I don't – I hope George listens to this because, like, I'm 4-10. and 10, I know my team's bummy. Like, we don't have – we have a lot of question marks at a lot of positions. But, like, his team head-to-toe is the weakest in the league. And if he butchers this draft, like, we might have to sell it as an orphan team. And selling that team, no cap, is going to be really so fucking hard. hard. You, don't understand. you don't understand as a commissioner because it's like if Matt were to leave the league, his team is the easiest sell of all time. His he Mahomes. Oh, so easy. It's so easy. easiest sell to anybody who wants to take it over. Oh, yeah, you have Patrick Mahomes. Easy. Easy, easy. That's Jordan. all you need to say. You could have, like, nothing. George, mm-hmm. legit, like if you get, what am I going to offer George's team if to somebody? Oh yeah, you've got you've got Saquon, 
who we don't he's injury prone at this point right now and he has to beat yeah. that tag he has to beat the tag associated with him to gain more value and play better if you want to sell off a team because other than saquon who's been injured for the last two years he has no one Devonte adams is 28 or 29 he's like 29 I think. in three years the guy's like 32 33 years old yeah, that's not a sell you he's not gonna like come on now like He's got a, he doesn't really value picks is what I kind of gathered from intelligence texting him. He doesn't really value picks and he should because he's, he's so like that. He needs young players to help him out. Like you should be valuing picks because picks mean a lot, believe it or not. They like really- he could think about it. He could perceivably be in a situation where Allen Robinson and, De- and Deshaun Watson hold out. And guess what? His team wins like, like three games, no, four he, games. He He's right back at the bottom. He wouldn't win three games. Uh, he, that could be a winless season. Like exactly. He has nobody to back those people up. Considering the strength of all the other teams around him too. Like the teams in this league the, the margin for error in the dynasty league is so small because every team scores like 125 or 135 points. Every game is between 135 and 130. If you don't put up 125, you're going to lose automatically. And every game has tiny margins along with more positions. So you that's know, why if you have the advantage of kicker or tight end or QB for that matter, it's, it's over. Quarterback is the ultimate advantage. Quarterback is the ultimate advantage. Uh, and I, I set There's up no doubt about that. There would be that way. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, uh, segue. Harris or ETN, boys? What are we? Are we Harris or ETN? Depends on where we're using them. I'll go ETN if you could use him like Camara, but if we're talking about like a bell cow, I'll take Harris. Think about Intergo. Like, use him in his regular role. Don't put him on a team, but just use him the way you would think you would use him. And then so, Najee Harris is a power back getting like 25 carries a game. I would have to take ETN probably just because he's a home run hitter like that. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say Harris isn't, but like. I don't know. Just durability, long term. I would take Harris. Uh, ETM. He has more longevity, in my opinion. Uh, going. I think, I think that, I say ETN now, as of today. But if Najee Harris can learn to catch the ball like he more does, consistently, though. he does catch no, the but, ball. But, what? No, 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 no. More consistently out of the backfield. He doesn't do it off. He doesn't. He doesn't okay, throw okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's fair. That what his role is at Alabama was the same as Damian Harris and Derrick Henry. They don't catch the ball. I'll give you that. Right. That's very rare for them to get a target. Nonetheless, catch. I I respect that. That's a good good approach. Uh, boys, uh, Devonte Smith or Jamar Chase, and this is super close because Smith again, Smith Heisman winner had one of the best seasons I've ever seen from an Alabama wide receiver, and they've made the likes of Calvin Ridley, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, you name it, they make it. Jerry Judy, uh, you name it, they do it. And uh, I don't know, winning the Heisman that's not something any of those people I just previously listed ever did. Uh, and that's pretty ex- insanely impressive. Um, or Jamar Chase, who's basically Justin Jefferson. He's basically Justin Jefferson on crack. He's on. He's Justin Jefferson ticked up to thirty. So I don't know. You guys pick. He those guys should be going one and two or like two and three in most drafts. Yeah. Because again, I don't mind taking either one of those at two if they have to play the Dolphins. Wide receivers have a, a super longevity. It's much more longevity than. Uh, running back so those guys Easily. are unreal those guys are unreal like i'd probably take Devonte smith just because of the heisman too. honestly they but i mean i know jamar chase sat out this year but the year he had with burrow compared to the year Devonte smith had in alabama 
it's just it's really hard to choose between those guys but there it's kind of weird because you're basically comparing like someone who had a real like an unreal season to like one of the best seasons ever so it's kind of hard to like exactly in terms of anything else like i say this like jamar chase i think is a more complete complete player than devonta smith but i think devonta smith absolutely he's got he's got the burners he's got the burners he's got the speed he's slim reaper uh he can he has dynamic speed he has he's gonna run faster in game than he actually does in the 40 if you know what i mean he's fast yeah, easily mm-hmm. his change of direction is unreal yeah. he's fast he's faster in game speed really than what his 40 is going to indicate because he's gonna i would run. i would agree with you mike that that jamar chase is a little bit more like overall better like i think if you drop jamar chase in any situation i think look i'll just put it this way if you put jamar chase on philly I think he has a way better chance of succeeding than if Devonta Smith is on Philly. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, I could. Um, I could definitely. I could definitely see that as the case. I just yeah. Philly's. I feel like Philly would just waste Devonta Smith. I feel like he'd get hurt or something. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, they have horrible I, history with that. Choose, if I had to choose between Devonte or Jamar. I'd take Devonte solely because guys who just invent space and just invent ways to get open last very long in this league, regardless of how productive they are. And he's, we know Devonte is going to be productive. Don't get me wrong. Jamar Chase is an athletic freak, but Devonte Smith is just, he's always open. He's just one of those guys that's just never not open. Yeah, he's a guy who can take like a five yard slant, seventy five yards to the crib. Like he's one of those guys. And again, he's just faster in game speed than what his forty. I don't he's think a he's a unicorn. He's a unicorn. That's the I don't, perfect yeah, way to describe him. Him and Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Kyle Pitts are, just, are unicorns. Yeah, I do agree. But you know, it's just basically dependent on where they go. You know, if Jamar Chase goes to Miami and Devonta Smith goes to Philly, you you're gonna have to. Make that decision. I'm taking Jamar Chase. I, I'm not like I'm gonna cap a lot on this podcast if we keep it or whatever with the, all the GM talk. But like I can't cap if it is Jamar Chase in Miami with Tua and then um, Devonta Smith in Philly and Trevor Lawrence is off the board for some reason or you know anybody like that. Depending on the situation, dude, it's a no brainer. Like I told you that I don't know probably walk around the woods, Riley, Riley and Mike. I was like, bro, if he's on the Eagles, I'm not touching him. Oh yeah, no like, way. No I, way will steer, I, I will steer scary. clear of that. I don't, dude. I don't have a good feeling about it at all. No, so I don't. I, don't touch I, agree, it. I agree with you guys. I agree. With you. I don't really think I have a good feeling about if he's on the Eagles. I don't trust them. They're becoming a clown organization. Like they, they are a clown uh, organization. It's not becoming. Uh, They've always been. But I got. I got more news. Inside oh, of um, another Sean Bomb. Sean Bomb. Sean Bomb. So the Rams have re-signed Leonard Floyd. To a four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal. The Rams don't have cap space, so that doesn't make sense. But that's fine. Also, yeah, cap space the, is fake. The Broncos uh, have signed Ronald Darby. Who can three okay. years? Ah, he is terrible. He is terrible. Uh, that's crazy. These corners making money for doing nothing, bro. Yeah. Bro, Drew Rosenhaus. Shout out him today. Yeah, bro, he's killing it today. Yo, do you guys check? What a day! You guys check my text message. Yeah, yeah. So. everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean, check yeah, out. I'm, I'm with yeah. that. All right. Yeah, all right. That sounds good. That's good. Um, last point here, and this is one I really want to talk about here. 
So you guys are familiar with Chris Sims and his QB ranks, and he does it every year. The last five years, he's been very right, and he's been ballsy with a lot of his takes. And yeah. they've been right. They've been correct. They usually come into fruition. So he has an eye for talent for these guys that is actually noticeable, and it comes out, and his ranks usually show this. Uh, so he decided to rank Kellen Mond very high uh, this year. And even though this is about Kellen Mond, it's more about the list in general and that his takes hold up. And he has Zach Wilson marginally less than Trevor Lawrence and thinks that Zach Wilson could and easily could be better. Notice how earlier I said if Trevor Lawrence is not on the board or somebody else, like Zach Wilson being ranked over him. I'm not, I'm not going to blindly follow this guy's list. Like I think T-Law is better than him. Yes, like, I, do I don't. I think it's kind of. If you're talking in in three years, we look back and Zach Wilson happens to play on the Falcons and Trevor Lawrence and the Jags never got it done or something like that. Like, oh wow, Gronk you know, I guess he was right. Resigned. Gronk officially resigned. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's got the Brady's got the band back together. But like watching Zach Wilson for real, he the way he makes the players look on BYU is kind of insane. Like that is a trait that is is undefinable it's unteachable like he's playing with literally one star mormons person can't do shit this is how i feel about quarterbacks if you the term pro ready is just a term tossed around for guys who have kind of peaked at the they can't develop anymore they're finished products they're already co-developed generally speaking i would rather have somebody who is athletically gifted and is really good at one thing just athletically that you could project make them not necessarily a project but someone like zach wilson who's basically aaron Rodgers with wheels yeah that's what i see that's what i see bro he's he's unbelievable and again you don't have to be from a power five conference to be considered for a top five pick we've seen that time and time again again just reviewing him and justin fields tape justin fields better athlete better runner but again, I think Zach Wilson's ceiling is higher. I think Zach Wilson's ceiling is higher. And, and that's, that's really hard. I can't really fathom that because Justin Fields, we saw in, in the semifinal, the national championship, bro, he threw the ball like, what, 70 yards on a dime with like three guys in his face. Six touchdowns and he had like a broken rib. He has the toughness and everything to him. He checks every box, but Zach Wilson does it more. And it's like, it's hard, it's hard for me to I comprehend. I somewhat equate that to giving some of the – uh, some of the help to the fact that his players around him are much, much, much worse. Yeah. The ones that uh, Justin Fields has. Justin Fields has five-star recruits aligned. Olave, up. Garrett Wilson, like all of the best teams in the country, if not the best team in the country. Most crazy teams. running game. Crazy running game with Trey Sermon. They've had Zeke. They've had Dobbins. You know, Dobbins. You know, they've had all those guys. Shout out J.K. Dobbins. Love that guy. Hopefully, Just the guy who, you know, holds all these records <laughs> yeah yeah he was insane last year he was two years ago oh yeah excuse me he absolutely was he was like running like zeke he's got that zeke burst but not those zeke carries so hopefully the ravens yeah. figure that out um yeah but i think zach wilson's awesome uh i definitely i have him currently ranked over justin fields uh and i i just he is a athletic freak who you can build so you can tool him you can make his tools work for your team because he has universal tools he can make every throw he can make every read and he can scramble what he needs to not he does it because he has to he does it when he needs to his instincts are there his mentality is there i heard some people calling him like some like z-dub z-dub 
I, people were hating on his like leadership abilities and you know people most people say he's a guy who leads by silent example like he just leads by his play um and that works in the nfl there, hey man if you're if he's a rookie and he's walking to training camp the defense isn't respecting him he ain't talking to nobody and he just in the blazing sun of wherever they're doing training camp just throws it like sidearm 30 yards right in the dime to the sideline everybody in the team is going to be like yo what did he just do you know, I'd always prefer my quarterback to be like a vocal leader, but we've seen time and time again, people, you know, are quiet and they lead by silent example and they build their confidence over the course of their career to become better leaders. We've exactly. seen that. This kid is a raw, really, really high ceiling talent. He has an insane ceiling. Um, you see people comparing him to like, I heard people on Bleach Report saying he's like Patrick Mahomes. That's so wrong because no one is uh no one is going to be like him but he's definitely a, a unique unicorn type player he's got a headband too i wonder if colin coward will <laughs> i don't think he will is he a backwards hat type of guy look good feel good look good feel good oh well guys that's our first episode i think that's our we're going to wrap up our inaugural episode. Thanks, guys, for coming on for the first time. Hopefully, this saves. Hopefully, we can put this on up, and hopefully, we can hear this back, and it'll be great. Uh, thanks for uh, coming out. Hopefully, uh, we can continue doing this, and this will be super fun. Uh, this will get better and better as we go on, and uh, you guys you guys will see. So, yeah, uh, hope everybody has a good rest of your Monday. Thank you for anybody listening. Obviously, no one right now, but maybe later on we'll see and yeah uh thanks guys for coming on uh any last words boys no have a go on people barry melrose has suit game thank you riley got you what type of suit game does he have though jeff skinner jeff skinner is the goat is he better okay okay we'll do hockey next time all right <laughs> see you guys check the hockey score